Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
is a Q&A day. It sure is. Do you know what we're talking about? I have no idea because you kept me in the dark on this one. So, oh. And I kind of wanted to talk about the book of information capitalized, but we're saving that for another time. So Because I had already done the A lot of research. No, I know. For this one. I'm all for it. Let's, we're you gonna, know. going to talk about sandals. Sandals. Oh, that's right. Yeah, remember? Yeah, and that was... That saying, like, you know when they're going to say he's the guy that had his sandals taken off or something like that. Yeah, or whatever yeah, the hell that, it was. that one. It was from Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 9 and 10. Such a ridiculous And it was when thing. the lady um, was supposed to marry her brother-in-law yeah. if her husband died. <laughs> and if um, he didn't want her, she didn't want – oh, he wouldn't take her. So right. she She'd had to, to address the, elder, the elders. elders. Right. Yeah. Okay. And say all these words, and and then she had to spit on the ground in front of him. Right, and he'd be forever known as the guy who the guy who had, had his sandals sandal taken off or something. Right. Just the one yeah, sandal. Yeah. Just the one sandal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go find out what the fuck's up with sandals. Right. All right. Okay. Well, before we go into this, let me specifically read the. Verses. Okay, sure. Okay? Yeah. So again, it's Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 9 and 10. Okay. The widow must walk over to him, the husband's brother, right. in the presence of the elders, pull his sandal from his foot, and spit in his face. Then she must declare, this is what happens to a man who refuses to provide his brother with children. Ever afterward in Israel, his family will be referred to as, quote, the family of the man whose sandal was pulled off. <laughs> Exclamation it just, point. It just seems so fucking ridiculous. Right? Like, I mean, first of all, like, you're being forced to marry your brother-in-law. I know, right? And and second of all, the woman's getting upset because she can't. And right? also the man is re- – just the whole thing's ridiculous. I know. It's very weird. Okay. All right. Um, okay. First of all, um, let me talk about the spit real quick. Sure. Yeah. So um, the translation that we read says spit in his face. Yeah. But – um, most of the other translations and scholars all agree that she doesn't spit in his face. She has to spit on the ground in front of him. Okay. But I really, really like the imagery right. of her yeah. spitting in his face. Definitely much better. Yeah. yeah. So um, shoes as a whole um, and feet are are very symbolic okay. throughout the Bible. Um, like, you know – there are places in the Bible where they would take their shoes off if they were walking on hallowed ground or walking yeah, yeah. or standing before the Lord barefoot sure. kind of thing. Yeah. So that's one thing we have to keep in mind, too, is a lot of this is symbolic. Okay. Okay. Right. And also it's transactional. It, like a lot of their um, ceremonies and, and their things that they have to reenact, they're – Transactional, like I will do this and then you will do that. And then at the end of it, we will agree that this is what these things mean. Okay. And they're almost always somebody's gaining something from somebody else. Got it. Okay. Yep. So um, in this particular transaction, um, the exchange is in ownership. Okay. And the shoe represents that ownership. So um, somebody is giving up. They're ceding their right um, to ownership over something, and the shoe represents that. So they're ceding their right to ownership over the woman? Yes. Is that essentially? So that that she can marry somebody else. Oh, but they're also going to be shamed 
for doing so, correct? Because they're going to be forever known by this. Yes and no. Okay. I mean, yes, because, you know, he'll be known as the guy who lost his shoe. Right. But it's more of an an image thing. Like, he'll be known as the guy who didn't marry his dead brother's wife. Okay. But it also means that if she remarries, they remember that that's okay. Okay. Because in in a lot of these... Because there was these, a public transaction. Right, exactly, okay. exactly. So it's less of a shame thing than it is a... We're pretending it's a shame thing, but I'm cutting the ties okay. in front of everybody. And that's why it has to be in front of elders. Got it. Okay. Got it. So, so it's um, almost like a legal yeah, thing. It is. It, it's a very legal thing. Okay. Very legal. Because really, um, they don't have to have a wedding ceremony. When her husband dies, yeah. she's automatically married to Duke. Oh, so he's literally giving her up. Yes. He already quote unquote kind of owns her. Yes, he and does. He's literally cutting that ownership off. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And um otherwise Which is probably sh- unless it I mean, I'm sure there was times where it made sense like and it wasn't shameful, but it's it's a shameful thing to the woman to be cut off like that, I would imagine, as part of why they shame the man for doing it. Um, yes and no. If she had gone ahead and married somebody else, yeah. she would be considered an adulterer. Got it. Without this legal ceremony. Right. And sometimes there's even documentation that goes with it. Got it. Got it. So it it allows both of them to not be legally wed to each other. It's almost like a public divorce. Okay. So um, it is legally binding when they do this. Sure. And um, it's a way of expressing their free will and choice. Okay. So, So they're expressing free will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read this because I thought it was really interesting. Okay. Okay. All investigations into the concerned parties are conducted the previous day on which both parties are instructed in ceremony details and on which the widowed sister-in-law is not allowed to eat. The ceremony should not be performed in the evening, nor on a Sabbath or a holiday, nor on the eve of a Sabbath. Oh, I just said that on the Sabbath. Oh, not on the Sabbath or holiday or on the eve of a Sabbath or holiday. Got it. Got it. So they have to go. The elders have to go investigate them. Got it. And And it's it's an event. It's an it's a very social event. Like the entire um, village often will come out and watch this happen so that they're all witnesses to it. Got it. And they have to get three um, elders who are judges and of high standing. Got it. To yeah. perform this. Okay. And it's like a whole thing. They have to say it like three times. And then um, the people that are witnessing it have to say stuff. And like, it, I mean, it's a whole ordeal. It's a to do. Huh. Okay. Okay. And um, they still do this in some Orthodox Jewish um, communities. That's interesting to me. Yeah. That's very interesting, actually. And the shoe. Yeah. Remember how I said it was symbolic? Yeah. The shoe usually is the property of the community. So Uh, the man puts this symbolic shoe on his foot. Okay. And walks out in, in this shoe. So it's all pomp and ceremony. It's all pomp and ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... There are generally between 10 and 20 ceremonies per year 
performed in Israel to this day. They're like right now. Yeah. Oh. To this day. So it's not common, but it's not Right. It's not common because of. there's not a lot of serious Orthodox Jews that hold to this particular ceremony. Right. But where where they are holding to this, it is still performed. Got it. Ten to it's just interesting to me that even in this day and age, the the viewpoint of some in the Orthodox Jewish community is that the woman is owned by the, a man. A man, essentially. First her and husband and then he has her to husband's give brother. Her up. Yeah. Like that's that I mean it, it it's a little bit crazy to me. He has to so. cede ownership of her. Right. And not only that, but the um the people that do the investigating, they have to approve of it. Right. Like they can't just come to the elders and say, We want to do this thing. They have to go to the elders, say, We want to do this thing, and then the elders have to be like, Well, we have to investigate it first. Right. And make sure that, you know, there's nothing fishy going on or no reason to hold you back from this. Right. I don't know what those reasons would be, but sure. that I didn't really see anything that got into that. Right. But, but I, I'm that's that's nuances and right, whatever. Right, right. So, okay. But, I mean, it's this whole ceremonial thing. Gotcha. I was just like, God damn. No, that's pretty cool, actually. I mean, it, it's cool in the sense that there is a story behind it, I guess. Right. Not cool in the sense that, you know, women men own women. Right, But right. whatever. So then I found on, like, some, like, Quora or Reddit or some sure. shit like that, like – I don't know. Yeah. I found this little tidbit that I just – I have to read this because it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Okay. All right. The sandal symbolizes the woman's vagina and the man's foot represents his penis. Oh, my God. According to the laws of Levirate marriage, which is what it is when um, the woman has to marry her widow's uh, brother. Okay. It's Levirate marriage. So according to the laws of that, the man is supposed to, quote, put on the woman's reproductive organ, but he won't. So, ah, so thus, giving it up. thus, during this ritual, the woman publicly removes the sandal from the man's foot. Next, when she spits in his face, the spit represents the man's wasted semen because he <laughs> will not impregnate her. <laughs> See why I had to say it? I, I mean, was like, I gotta read that. That's that's awesome. That's I don't know that that has a lot of credence. Base, yeah, yeah, whatever. But it's still fun. It's fun. Yeah, and like, why not? Yeah, no, I, it's I just as silly. Makes as, just as much sense as anything else, right? right? So, I mean, women owning men. Why shouldn't a shoe right. fucking represent Fuck a vagina? Point. Right. Okay, so that's uh, that's what it means to have the sandal taken off and yep. stuff. Less shameful, more ceremonial. Still practice today in some places. Got it. Well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, tomorrow is going to be our uh, what compilation. Do you call it? Compilation. And mm-hmm. then, uh, oh, also, I have to say one thing while we're here because okay. tomorrow is the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And I've got to say, who day go Bengals? That's true. Because that's my team. I know. It is. It's my team. It is. So go Bengals. Go Bengals. All right, guys. See you either tomorrow or on Monday. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) 
So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.